ladies and gentlemen, 2018 is coming to an end. This is Trust the Project, the podcast that is chicken soup for the professional wrestling soul. I love chicken soup. <laughs> uh, with me is my tag team partner, my hetero life mate, my 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 uh, my confidant, if you will, uh, Mr. Eric Eminon. Hello. <laughs> and uh, we've had we've had a really really good 2018. We had a year. We, we had a year. had a year. It was it was a year. It was a good year. It had its ups, it had its downs, more ups than downs. Uh, it's kind of like a screwed up roller coaster. A screwed up roller coaster? Yeah, a lot it was more. a bunch of loops. Lot, <laughs> it was a lot more ups than downs. So, yeah, just a big old hill, tiny little drop, and then another hill. And you're like, wait, why is this roller coaster still going up? <laughs> so let's let's take a look at it. We, we debuted in... UIW. Yep. In Georgia. Yep. We oh, that was this year. Yeah. Oh my. Wow. <laughs> okay. 2018 has been a really long year. It has year. been a really long year. I fought Jimmy Jacobs. You did. You fought Jimmy Jacobs in February. Feels like two years ago, but I fought Jimmy Jacobs. That was pretty cool. Uh, Let's see. What else? We collected our seventh and eighth tag team titles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was ACWA in Pennsylvania. I lost my Suicidal Six-Way title. You did lose your Suicidal Six-Way title. But, it looked really good when I did it. It did. <laughs> and I guess, I, in retrospect, that's all that matters. Is uh, If you lose, at least look good losing. We uh, we both made the PWI, the Pro Wrestling yep. Illustrated 500, for the third year in a row. 491? I believe so. I, I believe I was 491, yes. 490, I was 494. I know I was 494 because I was 499, 496, 494. I was either 490 or 491. I don't remember. I think it was, I think it was 491. 491 sounds right. And, uh, yeah, you won the Fight for Fortune briefcase yep, in Northwest Ohio Fortune. Wrestling. Almost, almost died because of the uh, ladder exploding out from under you. Yeah. Like... Physically exploding out from under you. We ladders are there was there was one ladder. <laughs> there was one ladder we shouldn't break. The promoter specifically said one ladder, and it was that ladder. And what did we do? We got all the way to the end of the match, didn't break it. Climb, 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 climb. Explosion. Like ladders are not made for three hundred pounders. And I looked at Tommy. Tommy looked at me. And the look on your face was priceless. You looked like a lost puppy. You were like, oh, oh, Because I was going to have us both climb the ladder at the same time and reach for it. And your your reach would have been a little longer. Which is weird because you have a longer reach than I do. That's why I was climbing really slow. Yeah. You were also <laughs> on the side that definitely says don't, don't climb. Don't climb. Yeah. In retrospect, you probably should have had me climb that side. But had the ladder exploded on me. <laughs> would have threw up the whole thing. You know what would have happened, right? <laughs> not, only, not only did I make Botchamania that match too for the table that wouldn't break but I had to throw you off the ladder and be like sorry friend I would have just accepted it at that point I would have just accepted it I don't know who was going to hold the ladder for you just looking backwards why? why spine snaps against the ropes just wouldn't be First time. Wow. Wow. Oh, he made a joke. 
it. All in all, 2018 was really, really good. It, it was, was it was a great year. It was a great year for personal growth, for professional growth. I mean, you had a bunch of extra work. I did. You I wore did. taco hats. <laughs> you wore taco hats. I, I wore a taco hat on a taped episode of WWE Main Event. Yeah. That was fun. I was in the background. Uh, for Your niece and nephew were losing their mind, and then literally for the next what month and a half that they saw you, every time you walked in the door, they yelled "No way, Jose!" at you. I, I was forced to dance. So you, I was you have to, to dance, dance at that point. You have to dance. There's nothing else you can do at that point but dance. Yeah, like I feel like there is something so special about the little things like that. That oh, makes professional wrestling so worth it, man. I agree. I agree. It just... Dude, it was cool, man. I got to see a lot of my friends do a lot of cool stuff. Now it's 2019's coming up, and uh, I'm going to get greedy. I want to start doing cool stuff, too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want to do cool stuff with them, but like, I also, I want to partake in the cool stuff. I, I absolutely get it. I understand. And I, I truthfully believe that 2018 was a breakout year for you. Thank you. Thank you. I feel 2018 was was good for me. It started, like, honestly, like, like, if we're really looking at 2018 as a whole, like, it started with 2017 ending on such a high note with, like, me versus Colin. Like, that was really a moment that just, like, after it happened, I was like, okay, I can throw. I can go. And then, you know, the whole Jimmy Jacobs thing happened with Project and like the announcement came out and I remember like seeing the announcement and being like no way like there no there's no way and then next thing I know here I am wrestling Jimmy Jacobs at Project Wrestling and it was just such an experience man like you don't you don't often get to step in the ring with a guy that you watched like all the time and like a majority of my, my 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 promo style is based off of the way Jimmy Jacobs does things. And so, like, it was cool to, like, be able to step in the ring and, like, go to, like, toe-to-toe with him. Like, that was the, that was, like, that was it, you know? And I feel like that just, that, that started everything. Yeah, man. I mean, learning from Jimmy this year was really amazing, in my opinion. Like, I feel like the Indies missed Jimmy and what he what he brought to the table. Like, it's unfortunate what happened with his with his job at the WWE. Yes. But he's given so much back to uh, the independents since he, since he's been back. Even more than the independents, he's given back to the wrestling community. I've seen him talk online about how difficult it physically is to write a three-hour television show, mm-hmm. let alone write a three-hour television show every week with continuity that makes sense, that's a good quality product. And even recently, he's been telling people, you know, you guys may shit on the product, but the bottom line is it's not easy to do it. And if it was, you guys wouldn't be complaining. Or they would be complaining because they'd have more to complain about. Oh, this product's too good. <laughs> I'm waiting for something to mess up. <laughs> we got everything we wanted. Fickle wrestling fans. 
But, you know, Jimmy, he, he kind of opened my eyes to a lot of things. He made me, like, he, he taught me that it's okay to be uncomfortable going into it. And being uncomfortable has made me have some of my best matches this year. Like, like truthfully. Like what? So, like, me and Jante, me and Jante Keith, every time we've gotten in the ring, like, it's always been, you know two guys who at one point were looked down upon severe underdogs in the industry because of our size and our stature and our our styles. You can truthfully say Jonte is still like Jonte's underrated. Jonte Keith is one of the most underrated people out of the Michigan area. Truthfully. And I say that having shared a ring with him. Multiple times. And yeah, and it's like, you know, it's it's always that uncomfortable like I'm almost two hundred pounds now. I don't want to go in there and squash him because I don't believe in squash matches on the Indies. We uh, we talked about that last time you were yeah. on the podcast. But it's like, you know, so I don't want to go out there and do that and, like, kill him or kill his character or kill his credibility, but I also don't want to go out there and kill anything that I've done or my credibility. So it's like you're kind of uncomfortable with that, you know, oh, well, I want you to go out there and manhandle. It's like, no, I want to go out there and work. I want to go out there and tell a story and have a match, you know? And, like, doing that getting out there, like, and we, we crushed it both times. Same with, like, working kids like Alex Jordan. Alex Jordan is somebody that, like, I looked at his style and I was like, well, shit, like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep up with his speed, because I'm, I'm kind of an old man now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm 29, I've been wrestling for almost 11 years, and, like, I can do it, and I've pro- proved that I can do it, but it's just that, like, you know, how... How am I going to do it? You know, like, am I am I going to be able to go out there and make this happen? And we did. And you know, it's it's just finding ways in in your matchups to be okay with being uncomfortable. Like, find a style that you don't do, and find a way to make it work for you. And that's that's been the past three months for me. The past three or four months is like I've been doing moves I don't normally do. I've been finding like little things that I can put into my matches that you don't see anywhere else. Like taking some British style, taking some European chain, taking some strong style, taking some high flying, taking some technical, and just finding what works for me and then making it unique to me. And I was uncomfortable with a majority of that stuff because I'd never done it before. But I got comfortable with the fact that I was uncomfortable and I used it to help grow. And it's it has paid off tenfold because people are like Northwest Ohio wrestling. I have people come up to me all the time and be like, "Man, I just love watching your matches here. Your intensity is just so much different than everyone else's here." And not discrediting anybody that works there, but I feel like what I bring to the table is different than what anybody else brings to the table. And it's just it shows in my personality and my character and in my wrestling. You know, what I want to bring to the table is not what anybody else there can bring to the table. And I'm not saying that out of cockiness. I'm just saying it because we're not the same people. We're different people. We're different talents. We have different skill sets and backgrounds. But I want people to be uncomfortable. You know, I want them to find where they feel they lack and get comfortable doing it. And that's the best advice, like, I can give anybody right now is, like, if you think that you can't go toe-to-toe and run a 15 to 20 minute match with somebody who's a technical wrestler, 
start being uncomfortable, start doing technical wrestling. Start finding little ways to tie in technical wrestling into your stuff because the more uncomfortable it is at the beginning, once you finally find what works for you, you begin to get more comfortable with it. And then next thing you know, you are a technical wrestler. A perfect example of that is actually I had a conversation with uh, John Say Keith last night and he said, and I found this very interesting and I, I love that he said it. He said, the way that I learned to chain properly and learned to be better at chain was I took what everybody else was doing to me, I broke it down, I rinsed and repeated, I let them keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it until I understood what they were doing and I was able to do it myself. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure he cartwheeled out of a headlock on the ground last night. Because <laughs> he popped up and next thing I knew he was on his feet and I was like, how? Houseway. I've been doing this longer than you sway houseway. <laughs> it was like, it was wild because like we went in there and I just threw on like the most aggressive headlock on him. And I worked, you know, it was just so nice to like work a headlock, you know? Yeah. But it like two years ago, if you had been like, how do you want to start this match? You'd be like, I don't know, not chain. Please no chain because I hate chain. I'm just not comfortable <laughs> with doing it because I didn't think I was good at it. But then like working with you getting in the ring with, you know, actual wrestlers, like physical mat wrestlers and picking their brains about like what works. I mean, believe it or not, like watching amateur wrestling and like watching transitions and stuff like that. Oh, and like the UFC. Amazing. Yo, it has made chain wrestling so much fun because you like, somebody gets you in a rear waist lock and like takes you down to the mat. Dude, it's so, there's like, there's a thousand different ways to get out of a rear waist lock. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? So I'm going to get you in a front chancellor. Like, dude, so many different ways. Hammer locks, wrist locks. Like, there's so many things you can do. And it's just like, if you remember the way the body turns, like, huh. So, it's, it's sweet poetry. Exactly. And look, But that's the thing, though. I was never comfortable with that. But then I found out what worked for me. And like, boom, I instantly became comfortable with it. And then I found ways to make it better and help, you know, the people who aren't comfortable with chain get better. Because I'm like, oh, you're uncomfortable with chain? Well, let's do some chain tonight then because we're going to, we're either going to work through it or you're just not going to do it. Like. <laughs> that's, that's the best part about chain. There is no beginning. There is no end. Yeah. You know, until it, there is an end. Right. <laughs> well, it can just go on forever. It's legitimate chain. Like, a chain has as many links as you can put on there. You know what my favorite thing in the world is? What's that? Is when you go to get into a test of strength with somebody, and you're like, ooh, I'm going to kick their hand. And then they kick your hand, and you're like, gah, why? Somebody's been watching that Johnny Saint. Somebody's been been (laughs) stealing my brainwaves. Get off my mind level, bruh. Like, Jonte. Jonte kicked my hand last night, and I was like, you bastard. Like, literally, I was ready to kick his hand. I was ready to bring my foot up, and he kicked my hand, and I'm like, I hate you. I hate you so much right now. There is there is a lot of great talent uh, in our immediate area. I'm talking, you know, southern Ontario. I'm talking western New York. The whole state of New York. You know, Ohio, Pennsylvania, that, that surrounding area. Yeah. Like, we have guys like Kevin Bennett tearing it up. We have guys like Daniel Garcia tearing yep. it up. Puff. You know, Puff. Yep, absolutely. Kevin Blackwood. Yep. You know, uh, 
Anthony Gaines before he got injured. Yeah. You know, he, he was on the rise. He's he Over the course of no, 2018. The heard round the world. <laughs> I've never seen a man fly that far in my entire life. <laughs> like, and, Except and, for the Wright brothers. Yeah, I mean. But, like. They, they crashed, too. They, right? They yeah, didn't get it right on the first time. He song. flew. Huh. Uh, and then you, we look. We look towards Ohio and Michigan. We have we have John T. Keefe. We have kids like Sam Beal. You know, Ace Miles has come into his own under his new persona. Mm-hmm. You know, Alex Jordan. Yep. Alex Weir. Yeah. You know, it's it's all coming together. And that's just like the that's just scratching the surface too. Like, there's still so many more talents out there that like we I see I see them. Like I see kids like through people like that we know that worked them and like yeah. I watch their work. Like another one, Jason Page. Jason Page, yeah. Uh, and, and the reason why I didn't say his name initially is like we we travel with him all the time, but hearing people compliment Terrell Kenneth, oh, absolutely, is like it, it brings su- such a, a giddy feeling to my heart because we both know how hard he has fought to get in the position he's in. Yeah, you know, he he won the IWF. Uh, heavyweight championship. Yep. Before they closed, he defended the belt in Canada multiple times. Yeah, he's on, on a moment's notice. No yeah, less. on a moment's notice, he is doing amazing things with Pro Wrestling Takeover in Maine, where he's yep. the number one contender against uh, another friend of ours, uh, Mike Orlando, yep. who's a PWC champion. It's, I I'm saying 2019 is the year of the yeet. The year of the yeet. Year of the yeet. I'm okay with that. If he is the king of yeets, I have no problem being the the, the uh, prince or like the pauper or the the uh, I don't know the the wise sage of the yeet. Do you know what his favorite soup is? <laughs> what cream of yeet? That's not really a soup. That's like a breakfast. The cream of yeet. <laughs> oh man! But no, he's he's a great talent. Michael Orlando is another one that like in the past year just. Complete makeover. Absolutely. It was like Windows 8 to Windows 10. The same thing could be said about a significant other, Ali Rex. Yep. You know, both both of those two individuals uh, over the last few years have overcome huge knee injuries. Yeah. Have repackaged themselves, remolded themselves, and have truly given themselves every single path to make it successfully. Mm-hmm. And it's just a matter of time before they're on somebody's radar if they're not already. Oh, they're, they're already on the radar. Like, I, they're more than just a blip on the radar. They are a waypoint, honestly, for professional wrestling. And I think that it is literally only a matter of time before they are somewhere big. Yes. And I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that because I know them and I'm their friend, but I'm saying that because when you look at people like Mike Orlando... Allie Rex, hell, Sunny Kiss, Sunny Kiss, and 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 his boyfriend Killian McMurphy. Yeah, I mean these these are people that we have watched for two years now. Mm-hmm. Go Been in from, the ring with them. Go from relatively uh, unknown yep. to superstars in their own respect. Sunny was on Lucha Underground. Yeah, as Exolicious, right? Yep. And so it's just it's it's watching that you know the the growth, the the work that they all put in as a unit um, in their their own respect it just blows my mind how well they're doing. I'm so happy for them. That's the thing. I 
I've always been one to preach that I enjoy seeing my friends succeed and live their dreams. Yep. If they are accomplishing what they said they wanted to do, then, then I am the happiest person in the world because I feel like your goals should be on top of everything else. Like nothing else matters. If you have a way and a will to complete your goals, do it. Mm-hmm. And I'll be right there cheering you on. That's, that's all I want. I want everybody's success to be a happy success. Cheerleader Brewington. Yeah, a little bit. I try. I mean, I did a did a good job for it. I got paid handsomely for it. <laughs> <laughs> no taco hats, though. No, no taco hats. Not this time. Maybe a uh, maybe next time. It's uh, it's weird to sit here and think. Just we've said it before. Twenty eighteen feels like it's gone on forever. It's been the best three years of my life. <laughs> 2018 has been the best three years of your life? the best three years of my life. I've also aged three years this year. <laughs> I mean, when you think about it, though, it does feel like the year was separated into different quadrants. Like, from a from a personal and professional standpoint. Yep. Like, again, going back towards the beginning of the year with the, the project show and yep. the, the early build-up, and then we had the, the hot summers we had. Yeah. And now we had a hot end of the year. So I feel like the three different segments of this year professionally ha- have truthfully contrasted. Yeah. Like, it's hard for me to put in words the feeling, but there's been so much growth during different stages. Like, me personally, I learned that I, uh, I'm not completely broken. I'm not, uh, I'm not completely washed up yet. Not yet? Not yet. Not yet. Uh, I gave it another year and a half. <laughs> um, you said that two years ago. I did. <laughs> but I, I feel like I still have more to, to give. I still have more to to teach. And I still have more to learn, definitely. And I feel like the relationships that I have created just over this past year are, are a good stepping stone, a good standpoint, because I've, I've fortified the friendships I already had. I've made some new friends. I've, I've lost quite a few friends. Um, but I feel like at the end of the day, it's, it's for a reason. Absolutely. You know, everything is for a reason. What, what about you? What do you feel has been, I, I don't want to say highlight. what has been a, a key growth point for you? Getting comfortable with being a singles wrestler. It has been tough. <laughs> like... We've spent the four, the honestly, we spent the past four years uh, wrestling almost exclusively as a tag team. Yeah. I mean, we we both joked that uh, what was it last year when we made the PWI? We I think we wrestled uh, maybe separately twelve singles matches mm-hmm. the whole year, and so you know it was cool because we were able to use our tag team accomplishments and say, hey, we are accomplished singles wrestlers, but we're also accomplished wrestlers. Overall, you know, yeah, um, and so to to come around this year and start it off as hot as I did, you know, leaving 2017 uh, with my big match with Colin, that was that was really honestly one of those things that like after wrestling him, I knew I could do it, and then coming into 2018, starting off with Jimmy, that being, I mean, it was my first show of the year, yeah. Which saying something, my Januarys have always been dead in my career. Looking forward into 2019, 
I have one weekend off. I think we're having, what, seven shows in January this year? Uh... So it's like... It's close. Yeah, and so... It's close. So, you know, that's... It's huge. Like, I feel like that's such a... It's such a cool opportunity to push myself. And over the past year, I've found myself going weeks without a tag match. And wrestling almost every weekend. And so it's been kind of a weird test for me to see if I could really carry the whole workload. I mean, more often than not, Tommy's doing 80% of the work, um, and I'm just bumping around until he gets the hot tag. <laughs> so, you know, Tommy Tommy d- does a lot of the, the groundwork for the team where I just run my mouth, and that's fine. But, like, putting me into singles competition was really the biggest test of my career because I was always told I would never be more than a, single, uh, a tag team wrestler. I would never be a singles wrestler, let alone a heavyweight contender, you know? And so... To be put in this this spot where I've had to step outside of my, my comfort zone, step outside of the box, and really be the guy who carries myself as well as the the people I'm with. And I'm not saying carry in the term of like, oh man, they're the shits. I'm saying, you know, I'm I'm bearing the torch, if you will, and saying, you know what, I think I can I can run this division. And that's how it was with the Suicidal Six Way title. Was I was the guy. I was the top of the mountain and although it's a mid-card title uh you know there was a reason that it was co-main there there really was and that's because we went out there and we stole the show we made the main event have to work you know there was not going to be any easy gaga house show you know hoopla it was it was a hundred percent like okay now we have to go out there and really prove to these people why we're the main event and so that was my that was my that was my favorite thing in the world is you know I was able to go out there and actually make what I was doing mean something. And moving forward into 2019, that's all I want to do. I want to prove to people I can be the face of a place. I want to prove to people I can be the face of a division. Hell, I want to prove to people that I can do it. You know, I want to prove to myself. I want to prove to my family. I want to prove to my friends. I want to prove to everybody in the back. Anybody that's ever doubted to me or doubted me, I, I want to prove that. What I'm doing as a singles competitor is not only believable, but it's something I can accomplish. And I, you know, there's there's nobody there that can say that, you know, oh well, it's it's because I did this that he's successful. No, it's the work I've finally put in is paying off, and that's what I want 2019 to be. I really want 2019 to be my personal, uh, like I essentially coming out party saying, hey. This kid can do it. This kid can throw. This kid can... He, he is... He can be number one. And I really want people to see that. I want people to see that I'm a hard worker. I don't want people to ever... Ever doubt that what I do is anybody's, you know, hard work and dedication but mine. That's really what it comes down to. That's what I like to hear. That's what it is, man. Like, I, I have taken so many personal strides with my confidence to the point that I'm telling I'm literally tagging WWE and social media and saying I'm I'm going to work here I'm going to be here one day I'm going to be a force to be reckoned with and this is where I want to be I don't want any other job nothing else has ever has ever felt comfortable for me it's all I've always been uncomfortable the money's been great the benefits have been awesome but if I'm going to work I want to do what I love I want to be a place where I can know I'm making money. 
I want to be a place where I can know I'm wrestling the best of the best of the best. You know, I want to... My goal for 2019 is to get on a radar. My goal for 2019 is to make sure, come 2020, I'm signed somewhere. Yeah, I like, I get it. It's, uh... I, I absolutely understand where you're coming from as far as, you know, the WWE being where you want to be. That's that's where I would truthfully love to be at this juncture of my life. It's it's stable, it's secure, you know, it's it's the premier place. Yep. Like my my entire life I always wanted to work in Japan, but at this point I am if if it happens, it happens. Right. I am just enjoying the ride. This uh, is a long ride, man. <laughs> this is like It's like Space Mountain, man. We got like two hours left. Uh, like personally though like I feel like I have had a huge personal revival I guess you could say a personal rejuvenation Uh, and it shows like I I've gotten to see my daughter more which has been amazing the the situation with you know that that I've gotten to see my goddaughter more (laughs) yeah this is true uh, it's it's not been the best, but this has been better. Uh, this has been better than it has been over the last few years. Um, I got married. Yeah, you I got, got married. married. I was your best man. That was. I didn't swear once in my best man speech. I'm proud of you for that. It was hard. <laughs> it was hard. I think my favorite part of that entire wedding day was me being handed a mic, looking directly at your wife and going, "Uh oh." <laughs> Normally bad things happen when I have one of these. I couldn't even do anything to stop it. Yeah, but you were already like three Jack and Cokes in. Or no, it was the, uh, the, the, uh, what Brewing was it? Brewing teas. Brewing teas, yeah. You had like seven of those. Seven? Uh, before the three, the wedding. Oh, before the wedding? Yeah. Yeah. They just kept pumping drinks into you. I, I was, I was pretty sure I was going to have to hold you up. <laughs> Just move my mouth like a... What does like he say? What do I do? <laughs> That's not Tommy's voice. What does he say? West side. West side. <laughs> what? <laughs> but no, like, all all around, I feel like a completely different person. My, I, I wouldn't say my passion for, for professional wrestling left at some point, but it was definitely on a decline, and that... It, made it got me, tired. It made me really sad. Like, I questioned a lot whether I wanted to still do this. I mean, I think that happens to all of us. I mean, it's... It was the first time it ever happened to me. Oh, really? Yeah. I've... The, the only other time was in 2013, uh, before I came back from my second knee injury. And I was just like, I'm 23. I... I'm probably just gonna stop. But no, I, Aren't I, you glad you didn't? I am. I am. Because I started wrestling again in August of that year. And how weird would your life have been? I mean, look at it. Well, if we you definitely didn't wouldn't be doing this now. We wouldn't, we wouldn't be together as a team. I probably would have quit wrestling. You wouldn't have your daughter and you wouldn't be married. That's weird. That's weird. I'm just saying, man. Like, when you put it in perspective like that, like, yeah, my, my entire life would have changed. It would have been different. You you would be living a completely different life. That's insane. You wouldn't be on the side of the state. No, I would still be downstate. I would either be downstate or in Pennsylvania. 
My caramel macchiato is much more caramel macchiato than it was just macchiato by shaking it up. So there you go. You just had to stir the contents. Just had to stir the contents up because apparently Starbucks can. Um. (laughs) (laughs) What about about you? Like my my personal growth has been has been great because I've gotten to see you succeed as well. I'm having another baby, which is wild. That's three. That's three. I'm outnumbered officially. I mean, me and my son are officially outnumbered. We 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 gotta get the uh, pitchforks, the torches. We gotta run these ladies out of the house. It wasn't even exchange at first. Now it was. Yeah. See, me and my wife, we were well, the first one. It was like zone coverage. If it's like the kid of isn't in my zone, <laughs> it's not my problem. Uh, I say it. My daughter, she, 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 uh, they. That that is what she chose. She, cho- she chose she. She. Uh, yeah, if she she wasn't in my zone, it was my wife's problem. If she was in my zone, then my wife could relax. And then my son. How came. big was your zone? Ooh, it was very small. It was it was probably like a two foot radius around me. If the kid's not on my leg, not it. Nose goes. Um, but then my son was born, and uh, it became man to man coverage. Woman to woman. Oh yeah, no 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 no, because my daughter was a daddy's girl. My son was a mama's boy, and that changed. That changed. Yeah, it really did. That changed hard. It really did. And then, uh, now it's just you cover whoever you can, and you just make sure you bat that ball out of the air. It was just hail mary situation all the time. <laughs> Other teams, like on the forty, the kicker got hurt, so they can't go for a field goal. You just gotta, you gotta go for broke. That's, that's when you call on Pat McAfee. Hope he can just. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's a punter, but I'm sure he can. I'm sure, he can kick a field goal, right? I've I've watched him kick field goals. There you go. On uh, on on his social media platform. At Pat McAfee Show, we need you. We need you. <laughs> well, yeah. Eric needs you. Uh, yeah. Eric needs you. Punt his kid. Yeah, punt my kid, please. <laughs> um, punt that kid. Spin the wheel for the brand. For, for the brand. Hashtag for the brand. Um, yeah, man, it's just, like, it's wild to me, like, I'm going to be having another kid, a girl, and I'm really excited for her to get here, and my wife is at 19 weeks now, so in 20 weeks, no, yeah, 20 weeks? 20 weeks would be 30, uh, 39, 39, yeah, 20 weeks we'll, uh, be evicting that kid from her home and putting her into our household, hopefully, and, uh, yeah, man, it's just, it's wild, and, like... The way you say evicting her from her home and then bringing her into our, to our home, like, is that just you bringing in the homeless? Is that what that is? Yeah, I'm doing it again. I'm doing a good deed. It's community service? Community service. Is it community service, though? Because it's my kid. Uh, it's family family, family service? Well, I just Those that. are family matters. Did I do that? Uh-huh. Ah! But, yeah, man, it's it's... It's cool. I'm excited. Like, this is why we have a big house. Now we're going to be full of children and laughter for the next day. Like, I reset my retirement meter. You did. I'm, you did. Now you added so another 18 years on it. Yeah. Like, I was I was so excited because, like, my son is 5 in May. My daughter just turned 7. And, like, that's 11 years for my daughter. And then for my son, it's 13 years. In 13 years, I'm going to be, what, 42? Tell me I could have retired at 42? Oh. No. Oh. No. No. Hit the hard restart. Big old five zero now. Can't retire till I'm fifty. Get all the kids out of the house. You gonna be like Ric Flair? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Nineteen retirements later. 
let somebody kick me in the face after they tell me they love me? Jonte. Jonte. Yeah, it probably... It, <laughs> it would be Jonte. Hey, he's going to be like... You, you are Jonte's Rick Flair. He's going to be like, dog, I love you. And I'm like, just kick me, Jonte. I'm so gassed. <laughs> that kid has incredible stamina. Look, we're, we're right back to Jonte again. Yo, he landed on me with that swanton last night. You were the biggest small guy I know. <laughs> he hit me. And I go... <gasps> like that noise just came out of my body And he goes Dog you okay? And I was like Shut up Jonte He goes alright And just kind of laid there And I'm like just laying on the ground Or on the mat And I'm just looking at the ceiling just breathing He goes you sure? And I was like I'm just breathing Just breathing It's nice to breathe Just nice to breathe Nice to breathe How's the family? But yeah, personal goals, man. I just, like, I have, I suffer from body dysmorphia. Yeah. Like, it's known. It's pretty well known. And I'm starting to get to the point where it's going away. It's been tough. Like, I physically hurt myself working out because I don't see myself as the way I am. And I push myself too far. But, like, now I'm getting better. I'm getting to the point where, like, I'm actually starting to see what people see in me. And so, like, that's just, I want to keep, like, pushing towards that and, like, try to make that go away or hide as much as humanly possible. (laughs) Um, Because, like, it it is such a hindrance because I could take a great day at the gym and ruin it by looking in the mirror and seeing something, you know, about me that I don't like. And, you know, it turns a good day into a bad day. And, you know, that just makes my anxiety worse. (laughs) And, you know, so it's just, it's, it's like fighting my personal demons like that. And like February, I'll be a year sober from alcohol. Which is, I'm so proud of you. It has been so hard. (laughs) Uh, I've had the dreams recently where I've like been drinking. And in my dream, I'm like, why are you doing this to yourself, man? You're so close. And, like, I can taste the alcohol. And, like, I'll drink it. And then I'm like, ah, oh, I'm so disappointed in you. Glug, 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 glug. Ah, <laughs> oh, you're pathetic. Glug, glug, glug. <laughs> and then I wake up and I'm sad because I'm like, oh, I'm not sober anymore. And then I'm like, dummy, it was a dream. You're still sober. And then I get to go drink coffee, which is great. <laughs> Yeah, like, personally for me, like, I I just want to keep growing the brand, you know? Yeah. Like, we've we've come so far in four years as a tag team. So I feel like it's it's slowly but surely all coming together. Yeah. I think, honestly, my big thing, like, brand-wise, it's been so hard making a name out of no name. Like, my gimmick has been so hard to sell to people. Because it's like, oh, where'd you come up with that? And it's like, oh, it's it's no name backwards. And they're like, oh. And I'm like, yeah. It was a joke. And it just kind of stuck. Well, like, look at what you've done with it. Yeah. I've, I've done more than anybody else who had it. <laughs> so, I mean, it's... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I lost my train of thought for a second. Uh, it's it's been 
it's it's wild, man, because like I look at where I came up from and like who I came up around, and I'd say I, I'm the most successful out of just everything I've done, in the places I've been, and the people I've wrestled, and you know the the true test of time is always, well, are you still doing it? And they're not. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm still going through with it, and I'm still traveling outside of a 40 mile radius. <laughs> And I'm still, like, pushing myself to new places and trying to get to new towns. And even if I'm there for one night, I'm trying to make sure people remember me. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's the huge thing for me, too, is I want to I wanna go more. I want to I go further places. Like, we've, we've made a nice little niche for ourselves in the Midwest, yeah. you know, but there's still so much more of it oh. that we can be doing. Like, I, I want to go, I want to go to Chicago. I want to go... I want to go down to Texas. Yep. Uh, I want to hit up California. I want to Washington. do Washington. Yeah. You know? Nevada. I, Nevada would be fun. Nevada would be great. Colorado. Like, there, there's so many, so many untouched portions for us. Yeah. That I feel 2019 is, if not the place to do it, the, at least it'll be the, the best stepping stone in order to start doing it. Yeah. I mean, my my biggest goal like right now is I want to hit Florida. I want to hit Texas. I want to do Georgia more. Um, I want to hit the Carolinas. I really do. Um, I want, you know, California. I want Oregon. I want Washington. Uh, I want to go back to Canada. Like, I really do. I want to go back to Canada. I want to, I want to get back into Canada land. And uh, I want to wrestle, you know. I just, I, I want to wrestle. I want to wrestle everywhere. I want to wrestle everyone. I want to do everything. I, you know, as much as I don't care if I go viral or not, like, I want to go viral. You know, I want people to be like, dude, did you see this match with Eric and such and such? Uh, you know, I want to wrestle Freddie Mercurio. This has got a great mustache. It does. And a wonderful moonsault. And I want to... Dude, I want to go... I want to wrestle Mike Orlando. I want to fight TK. It's a bad choice. I know, but like it's I want to do it. It hurts. It's, it's kind of like... I want to fall off of the slide to know that it sucks, but I at least want to do it once to know it's, it's worth the fall. The impact may hurt, but you know what? Way down is exhilarating. Impact has contracts. <laughs> Shrugs. <laughs> but no, man, I just, I, I want to, I really do want to wrestle everybody. Like, I really do. I don't, I, I'm, I want to find every style. I want to touch every corner of the map. I want to, dude, I just want to do everything. Like, that's really what it comes down to. I really, there's, I don't want to put a limit on myself. I really don't. Because, I don't, I don't want to reach that bar and be like, ah, you know what? I hit it. <laughs> I, just, I get it. I, I get want to it. do everything. I want to do everything and anything that I possibly can before 2019 is over. I mean, hell, I'm, I'm, I'm swinging for the fences and 2018 isn't even over. That's you know? true. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I want to go out there. I want to fight the best. I want to fight the mediocre. I want to fight... I want to fight the up-and-comers. I want to fight the, the veterans. I want to fight the green kids. Like, give me whoever. 
let's go out there and have the best match we've ever had. So, that being said, if you had if you had to pick five people, okay, who you want to work in 2019, who would they be? Um, it doesn't have to be a particular order. Definitely Mike Orlando. I think Mike Orlando could push me to a different level. I really do. Um, Bobby Ocean. Okay. Um, Bobby Ocean, our friend out of what, Connecticut, yeah? Yep. Um, Carrie Awful. That'd be great. Sammy Callahan. Ooh. That's just, that's when I wanted to happen in 2018, but I just, I don't, nothing ever like it just it wasn't gonna happen in 2018 and I don't think like it would have happened in 2018 but like he's one of those guys Sammy Callahan is one of those guys I have always watched and admired but would never have the balls to work until this year when I realized if I don't have the balls to work him how do I ever expect to be on the same level as him fair enough and that's, so that's a great revelation and so like, like I said dude I want to wrestle the best he is the draw. <laughs> like, that's what it is. What am I? I have four, right? Yes. Um. <sighs> There's so many people, like, I still want to, like, it's hard with it just being a list of five because, like, I don't want to leave anybody out. Um. be another one because I feel like I feel like him and Jimmy are very similar and I feel like I would just have a fun match with Trip Cassidy Carry Awful would just oh my god like I feel like that would just be a match that like it would just be everything I want out of it you know like it's just a di- it would just be a different style of wrestling I agree you know, like, we would both go out there and put it all out there. Uh, Mike Orlando, like I said, I feel like that dude, that dude could be my big, like, Rocky boss battle. Okay. Um, yeah. And then Sammy, like, Sammy Callahan, like, that. I just feel like that match right there, that would be the turning point, I think, mentally for me. I think that'd be one of those matches where when it gets done, I really hope it went well in my brain or else I'm going to be really hard on myself. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, that's the other thing too is like, if it doesn't go the way I had imagined it, like at least there's something to learn there. Yeah. And that's the other thing too is like, I've had shit matches in my life. I think we all have. Anyone who says they haven't had a shit match is a liar. Um, Because we've all been there, you know? And I think that's just an opportunity for me to learn and set the bar. You know, once again, I just, I don't want to, I don't want to ever put a lock on it and be like, this is where I, this is, this is much as I want to do this year because I, I just want to keep, I I just want to keep pushing that bar until there's no fucking pole 
there for me to push the bar. And it just falls off the goddamn stand because I've done it. I've done it all. But I'm gonna keep doing more. Because I can. Gotcha. It's just who I am. Like I don't I don't want I don't ever wanna settle it, you know, okay, this is my goal for twenty nineteen and I did it. You know? I don't want I don't want to make a five year plan and do my five year plan in three years and then be comfortable for two years because I accomplished my five year plan in three years. Like I just I don't I don't have a huge set plan. I know where I wanna be, I know what I need to do to get there. If it takes me five years, fine. If it takes me three years, great. If it takes me six years, seven years, eight years, fine. I'm going to get there. I'm going to learn along the way. I'm hopefully going to teach. And when I get done, I hope to leave this place a better place than when I got here. Well, now you sound like me. What am I supposed to say? That's my shtick. Eh. <laughs> Trust the project, I think. <laughs> or something of that nature. Something, Something of that nature. Like, yeah, I have a I have a relatively similar list. Uh, I would love to work Trip Cassidy this year. I would love to work Carrie Awful this year. Well, next year, 2019. Yeah. Um, Daniel Garcia. Ooh, that'd be good. I want to fight Daniel Garcia. I want to watch him stretch you out. Oh, wow. Wow. I'm just saying. It, wow. It, it will happen. I've, wow. I've watched videos of that kid wow. just grabbing people. And then leaning into stretches in so beautifully. So Uh, beautifully gross. I think my favorite video of him this year was the video of him. I think it was a sharpshooter he had locked in. mm -hmm. And the ref goes to walk away to get the guy off the apron. He grabs him by the shirt and he goes, look at me. (laughs) You stay. And then he looks at the guy in the apron and he goes... Bye bye. It leans, leans back. back, and the dude's just like, nah. You know, yo, it bought me so hard because like it's little things like that that make wrestling amazing. Like Daniel Garcia is a throwback mixed with a lot of the new age, oh, and absolutely. I love that about him. Uh, who else is on my list? Pentagon. I want to work Pentagon. Just because I think it'd be fun, it'd be difficult because of the language barrier, but at the same point in time, it's something that I can learn so much from. Oh, absolutely. And he's, I mean, having shared a locker room with him, he's such an amazing talent. He absolutely is. Like, it it, it was so much fun to watch him work. It was so much fun to watch him call things. And and I want, I I want a piece of that, you know what I mean? And I think... To round off that list, to round off it's tough, that isn't it? list, it's tough. I want Jimmy Jacobs. Really? In 2019, I won my chance at Jimmy Jacobs. That's fine. Watching him teach, watching you two wrestle, inspired me. Good. Reminded me. Of what I wanted to do and why I was doing this. So I, I want I want to be able to capture my own piece of that magic. Yeah, I think I think that's that, a good uh, list. I think that tops it all off. That's for a me. good list. That's a really good list. <laughs> I mean it, it, it all makes sense to me. Like it, it's 
wrestling is subjective. I've always said it. Wrestling is subjective. Wrestling is what you want it to be. Yeah. Wrestling means to you what it means to you. Others might not understand it. Others might totally get it because they're like-minded. At the end of the day, professional wrestling is subjective. Professional wrestling is for everybody. Professional wrestling is beauty. It is art. It is passion. It is love. It is work. It is dedication. It is determination. It is exactly what it needs to be for the watcher, for the viewer. Yep. For the participant. For, yeah, absolutely. Sometimes in, like you said, man, sometimes the wrestling match isn't just for the fans. Like, sometimes it really is for the, the people in the ring. You know, it's that learning experience. It's that opportunity. It's it's that ability to, you know, reach up to the upper echelon of the, the pro wrestling business, um, you know, and, and pick the brains of the people who have gone farther than you. I mean, how do we ever expect to grow as people if we don't reach out to those tiers, uh, you know, grab at those brass rings, you know, punch through the glass ceiling? You know, how do we expect to be better? You can't. Like, you honestly can't. You can't grow without, you know, some kind of challenge put in front of you. Because if you become stagnant, you're 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 comfortable. You're staying in one place and not doing anything. That's not forward progress. That's not. That's not moving forward. That's not progressing yourself as a human being, as an entertainer, as a performer. Yeah. You can't grow without change. You can't grow without some kind of difficulty or struggle. Yeah. If it was easy, everybody everybody would, would it wouldn't be special. That's the, wrestling is so special. Absolutely. And wrestling is the best it's ever been. Arguably. Wrestling is the best it's ever been. It's it's hard to think of a time where both the mainstream wrestling organizations like Ring of Honor, WWE, CCW, Impact Wrestling, WWE, NXT, uh, New Japan, yeah, and the independents have all come together so beautifully and have given us magic, have given us matches that we've never thought we would have seen. Like, what the WWE is doing with Evolve. Yeah. Where we have guys under WWE contracts performing on Evolve, winning Evolve championships. Yeah. Like, that Unheard thing, of. That never would have happened five, ten years ago. Hell, it didn't even happen three years ago. But... It's it's such a weird time. It's such a beautiful time in professional wrestling. And I feel like if it continues the way it's going, the independence, wrestling as a whole, is going to be an unstoppable juggernaut. It's going to be uh, comparable on the likes of, let's say, the NFL. Let's say Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's becoming more and more of a pop culture thing. You look at... Everything guys like the Young Bucks, Cody, the Elite, the Bullet Club have done. Walking into a Hot Topic and seeing a wall of wrestling shirts. Walking into an FYE. Ten years ago. Seeing walls of wrestler shirts, Funko Pops, wrestling figurines. Cereals. Cereals, yeah. I mean, there's just... It's... It's like our childhood all over again, but it's everywhere. And then some. And that's the thing. Everybody, even if you're not a wrestling fan, 
you're recognizing the faces that are being shown to you, put in front of you. It's it's truly become pop culture. Yeah. Where at it, uh, at you know our youth, it was something that we were meant to to stash away and hide. You were weird for being a wrestling fan. Yeah. Now it's it's cool to too sweet your friends. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you see sports sports stars. You know. Doing wrestling taunts, doing uh, hell, uh, the the Conor McGregor strut, you know, mm-hmm. the Vince McMahon strut, you know, you see people, just it, it, it's cool, man. Like, and that's the other thing too is it's not just current wrestling that's popular; it's old school wrestling that's popular. People are bringing back the Stone Cold Steve Austin tease, the the Heart Foundation tease, the the Hulkamaniacs tease. Like, it's it's all becoming cool again. That's all we ever wanted. So all, all we, we wanted ever wanted. All we ever wanted. And I think that's a wrap for this episode, man. That's it. Uh, it's done. Thank you for a uh, spur of the moment being on here with me. It's okay. It's always fun. It really is. It really is. It's like the best hour and a half of the trip when we do this. <laughs> I, uh, I'm looking forward to 2019. We have we have a, a big string of shows coming up, actually. Yeah. We have... Ohio, 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 Ohio. Maine. With a Maine in there somewhere. <laughs> it's like we have January 5th, Northwest Ohio Wrestling, Toledo, Ohio. Uh, we have... January 12th, LPW Fremont, Ohio. Yep. We have January 18th, NOW, Toledo, Ohio. We have January 25th, Pro Wrestling Takeover, Carmel, Maine. Yep. And then uh, you'll actually... Then I'm on vacation. (laughs) Yeah, you'll actually be on vacation uh, the weekend of February 2nd, but I... We'll be back in uh, Toledo, Ohio for Northwest Ohio Wrestling. I'm going to be in Boston doing What are you doing in Boston? I'm going to see a podcast uh, live called And That's Why We Drink. Fantastic podcast. Oh, it's amazing. It's it's like murder, mystery, like science fiction. Like, it's it's everything you want more. It's so good. But yeah, we get to go see uh, Em and Christine do their thing live on Friday night, and then... You and your wife? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then uh, we're going Saturday to just walk around Boston and have a blast. That'll be fun. And then Sunday, we're going to see the Lizzie Borden house, and uh, I'm going to Gillette Stadium. Yeah, you're going to your, your promised land? The morning of the Super Bowl. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so... Fingers crossed the Patriots make it. Um, and I gotta drive home that night by myself because I gotta drop her off at the airport so she can fly to New Jersey. Oh, yeah, you didn't tell me that part. Yeah, we we just found that out like <laughs> three days ago. So I gotta drop her off at uh, Logan. No, at Boston. Oh, Boston. Yeah, she's flying into Logan. No, flying into Newark. Yeah, Newark. Boston, Boston's airport is Logan. Is it Logan? Yeah, Newark. Uh, Newark is New yeah, Jersey. I know she's flying into Newark. Okay. But yeah, so I gotta do that and then drive six hours home. <laughs> so not too terrible. You should have just taken the wrestling trip. Should have just <laughs> taken the wrestling trip. 
but no, that's that's cool. I gotta be a good husband. You know, that's what it is. Happy anniversary to her, right? <laughs> Absolutely, man. But I can go to Boston too, so there's that. Yeah, you you love Boston for some strange reason. Staying literally right across the street from Fenway Park. Disgusting. But <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, man. Uh, guys, thank you so much. We hope to see you more in 2019. I'm definitely going to be doing more of these podcasts in 2019. I want to I be able to, to expand the brand like I talked about earlier. So be good to each other. Have a happy and safe New Year's. And please remember to hashtag trust the project. <laughs>